As you may have noticed today, the accoutrements in the back are all set up for a baptism, which is always a joyous occasion. We've had a few lately, and it's, it's, as I said, it's always a privilege and a joy and an honor to be able to celebrate these solemn occasions because they're, they have a certain cute factor to them because of the little children involved. But it's a very serious thing. It's a lovely family day, and usually, you know, afterwards the family goes out for a nice lunch and congratulates each other and wishes each other well, and that's wonderful. But we have to be aware that what we are doing today is something that is of eternal proportions. Stop and think about that for a moment. It's hard enough for us as mortals who are in, in time and space to even begin to comprehend eternity, but that is exactly what we're doing today. We are intersecting with eternity, just as we do each time we celebrate Holy Communion together and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. The collect appointed today uh, is one that comes to us from a different time. And, and you know, like anything that is alive, the English language changes over time, and certain words develop different and new meanings that they might not have had uh, in the past. So this one is interesting because we ask God to put away from us all hurtful things and give us those things which are profitable for us through Jesus Christ our Lord. And I think in today's world, when we hear the word profit, we think in terms of finances. We think of business owners. We think of, uh, you know, we're always careful about the church endowment and the returns and the profits and all that. We don't want to have a loss. We, of course, at the vestry meetings, we always go over the profit and loss statement to see where uh, you know, the money is going and coming. And, and so profit to us has a, a, a real earthly ring to it. But think about what profit means. If to go ahead with the, the business aspect of it, or the example of it, if you have, you say you start a small business, you have X amount of dollars to start yourself with, and you spend that out, you know, getting things together, you're taking care of your overhead, your products, whatever, you start to sell your products, and hopefully you re not only recoup that initial investment, but you make more. That's your profit. So how do we translate that into spirituality? Well, Today, we are laying a foundation for one young child, and the rest of us who are participating in the liturgy are reaffirming the foundation upon which our lives are built, holy baptism. You can think of that as that initial investment in your spiritual life, where you go to the font either as a child or as an adult, and the priest pours water over your head in the name of the Holy Trinity and grafts you into the family of Christ, the church, and opens to you, through the Holy Spirit and the sacraments of the church, the way of eternal life. You die to sin and become new in Jesus Christ. And so there is that firm foundation. And then as you 
progress in your life as a Christian, you grow because uh, of teaching, of studying the scriptures, of prayer. And those things build up your spiritual capital, if you will. And so as you mature, you profit from coming to church. You profit from receiving the sacraments. You profit from being in community with one another. And so those are the things that spiritually are profitable for us as we grow and mature in Christ. And so what we're doing today is getting a glimpse of that light of Christ breaking through the darkness of the world across time and across space. And I love this reading from 2 Corinthians because it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in clay jars so that it may be made clear that this extraordinary power comes from God, belongs to God, and does not come from us. Extraordinary in two different ways. I think extraordinary in that, yes, we, none of us can boast that this amazing power of God comes from us. But also amazing that God would deign to imbue these clay jars, these fallible mortal bodies of ours, with such grace and with such love and with such power. Because the Holy Spirit works in and through all of us. And today, more so than usual in a, in a Sunday service, we are inviting the Holy Spirit down to bless the waters of baptism and to graft a new Christian into our family. And so this great power and glory of God works through us, even though we are in these clay jars. And unlike in the business world, where you tend to make your profits and just want to make you know, more and more and enrich yourself, the spiritual profit comes really in giving it away. Because remember Jesus Christ, in his example and all his words, he took everything that people assumed and the, all the ways of the world and turned them on their ear. The one who would be greatest among you must be servant of all. The last will be first. The first will be last. And today in the gospel story where he heals the man with the withered hand on the Sabbath, he points out to these Pharisees that God's love doesn't ever take a break. Sure, the Sabbath is all well and good, and it's, it's important to take time to rest. But God's love never rests. And if we see a fellow brother or sister in pain or hurting or in need, we can't take a rest just because it's a certain day of the week. Jesus said, the Sabbath was made for humankind and not humankind for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. And so we have this great example of Jesus once again turning everything upside down, confounding the 
common wisdom, confounding the ways of the world, and showing us the ways of God. And today we graft a little bit of that light and goodness and love of Jesus into yet another person, and for that we give thanks. And so let us always pray that God's word and sacraments will be profitable for our spirits, and that in building up that profit within ourselves, we are able freely and always, at all times and in all places, as the prayer book says, to distribute and to do good for others. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.